Welcome to Classroom Success 101 Podcast Show. I'm your host, Josh Roos, the Hardcore Behaviorist, and I'm here to help you overcome those problems you're experiencing every day. You're listening to a master audio class, so put your positive thinking caps on and get ready for another lesson on how to achieve greatness within your classroom. Welcome back to another episode of Classroom Success 101. I'm your host, Josh Roos, and today we're going to be talking about behavior that is happening at the end of the school year and why behavior tends to spike at the end of the school year. So let's get right down to it. Um, Typically, what we see at the end of the school year, we see a lot of end of the school year exams being taken or state exams here in texas we have something that's called the star test and usually those tests are done in april there's a few that trickle into middle of the year kind of just depends on what grade you're in but at the end of the day um on average these exams uh take place towards the end of the school year So once these exams get done, um, that's when more unstructured times start picking up in the school system, Um, especially towards the end. You you may start seeing in like the elementary ranks, you may start seeing more of like field days, uh, more, um, you know, more field trips that you go on. It's just one of those things that people start getting relaxed more uh, towards the end of the school year and that's where we start going away from our daily expectations and routines especially if you have kids that like routines you know um, I'm currently teaching a class that my routines are the same every day um, with with my kids in that class and if I you know stray away from those those routines then that's when i'm going to start seeing some behavior problems but anyways what we tend to start seeing is you know we have a lot of kids ready for summer teachers are ready for summer i think by now we can we can say safely that we're all exhausted it's been a long year um you know with the with coming back from the pandemic this is year two um things have definitely um, become a little bit different than what we're used to uh, pre-pandemic. So I know it's been probably extra exhausting on a lot of us throughout the year because we've been dealing with more extreme behaviors than what we're used to. Again, I think um, with most of these extreme behaviors, it's just we've seen a lot of kids just not in class um you know we had we had kids stay at the house and and those those social skills weren't being taught those academic skills weren't being taught and a lot of kids just got behind so um i think for the next coming up school year which is going to be interesting and it's especially coming into the next following year because I think we're going to start seeing a lot of teachers leave the industry. I was reading an article the other day um, 
which was pretty interesting. It talked about one of our local school districts um, with the rise in uh, the real estate prices that are happening in the Austin central area of Texas. Um, so what's happening is the housing market is rising. And so usually what uh, some of these low socioeconomic status schools were getting is some state funding to help out with certain programs within the school. And due to the fact that the, the real estate prices have risen so high, um, you know, we all got our taxes back on our, on our houses a couple weeks ago and all of a sudden we've seen a drastic change. And so the prices have gone up, which means that um, it might start pushing some of these schools out of the low socio uh, Title I status. And, you know, it's going to be it's, it's going to be a game changer for some of these schools, especially if they're getting funding for some of their programs that are intended to help out uh, kids within the school. So next year is going to be a, a way different. Um, I'm kind of excited for the new school year, but on the flip side, I think what we're going to start seeing is um, a lot of thinking outside the box when it comes to managing the school system. So anyways, I know we're kind of getting towards that end of the end of the year. I think our school, we have, I think, 15 days left. Um, you know, I'm sure everybody that is listening is on the on the countdown and you know exactly how many school days you have but just to kind of end strong just some helpful hints you know make sure that you are again going over reteaching your your uh your 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 classroom expectations your hallway expectations um for many of y'all if y'all have that uh pbis team on on your campus you know, make sure y'all hit those committees up with uh, some strong end of the school year, um, you know, advice and for your your fellow teachers. Um, you know, we, we got to end the, the, the school year strong on that end, um, especially if we're going to try to control some of our behaviors that we're seeing. Um, you know, one thing is, 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 remember when we're trying to change behavior we have more control of the environment Um, so we need to be really focusing on how we can help control what's going on in that environment Uh, so what I can say for some of your extreme behaviors again that that goes above and beyond the typical classroom management and you know you're you're really going to have to you should, if you if you have or if you're seeing some of these extreme behaviors, you really should be working, or you should have a team of you know behavior staff that you're working with, uh, administrators that you're working with. You know some of these extreme behaviors, you're just not going to be able to control a hundred percent of the time within your classroom, and you're going to need help. Um, if you maybe you have a new kid that that you're seeing these extreme behaviors, 
And I know, you know, it's, it's kind of crazy to think maybe you have a new kid at this time, but you never know. People move all the time. Um, you know, maybe it's a time where you need to start saying there's a red flag here. The behavior's really out of control, and you need to reach out and ask. You know, my thing um, with it, and I tell teachers all the time, is never be scared to ask for um, advice when it comes to behavior management. I mean, there's all sorts of different ideas out there. Uh, you know, you got a lot of people within the school industry that are experienced in that area, um, or they might not be experienced in that area. And one of the, the biggest things to becoming a veteran teacher is you know it's it's trial and error you're gonna you're gonna learn new techniques every year you know to be honest with you i'm still learning new things um i've been in in you know behavior dealing with behavior and working in schools almost 14 years and i'm still learning i think we have to be open-minded and you know we have to continuously be the student of the game and you know the other thing is is you may be an expert in the field of managing behavior but you may have a colleague or a mentor that gives you some other advice that works that you weren't you didn't even think of so one of the biggest things again is managing behavior it has to be a team approach if it's not a team approach and we go at it on an individual basis, we are going to fail because we just we we have to have a team that's going to be able to help us out, and we have to know exactly what we're doing in every situation. Um, you know, I, I can give an example. I know I was I read um, you know a, a book. Uh, called ownership i believe it's by jocko willink um it was it was a really good book and it talked about how the navy seals before they would go on a mission um they would sit down and basically uh analyze every situation what do we do in this situation if if this happens what do we do um if this happens and if this occurs what are we going to do um, what's our communication? Communication is huge when you're dealing with any kind of, um, you know, crisis situations within the school. If we have miscommunication or somebody is not on the same page, then there's going to be um, problems. There's going to be more stress put in the situation. So, one of the things that I can, um, you know, continue to, uh, you know, hound you over on advice is, is make sure your communication is sound. Um, who are the go-to people that when you're dealing with a crisis, um, who are you going to be calling? Um, you know, who's that team? Who, who is on that team and what are the expectations of that team? Um, but that th this is when we're talking about this again let's go put this in the most extreme cases some of your toughest kids 
that you're dealing with within the classroom. Um, now, when we go back to just like your tier two interventions, tier one, um, you know, you're dealing just with the typical student every day, um, just to make sure that you're controlling some of these behaviors, you, you need to go back over your routines. You need to go back over your expectations. And remember, let's end it at this, at this note. Remember, we want to reinforce behaviors we want to see more of, okay? That is the biggest um, token or key takeaway that I, I can give you is reinforce those behaviors we want to see. Typically, we spend a lot of time just kind of, you know, giving our attention to all the negative behavior. It's easy to do. You know, when when kids are in the hallway and they're acting good, we typically don't say anything. But acknowledge that. I know when I I walk in the hallway and I see a class that is uh, sitting quietly waiting on to go to the restroom, I, I tell the teacher, man, your class is so, so quiet and and they're doing an awesome job within the classroom. And guess what? The, the teacher, you know, automatically tells the class that and they get reinforced with that. Um, so always remember, especially now, we need to start really focusing in on the behaviors that we want to see. So I'm going to end it with that. Um, you know, we'll continue what I'm going to start doing is trying to pick back. I want to interview teachers. Um, one of the biggest things out there is, uh, you know, I don't mind doing these podcasts by myself, but I feel like when I interview teachers, um, we can get more ideas. Again, you know, when we're working with behavior and we're working to control behavior or manage it within the schools, we have to come at it with a team approach. And there's a lot of ideas out there and, you know, things will work and things won't work. And it's, it's, it's those, those things that we need to start looking at. So if you're a teacher or you're a, um, a school leader, administrator, or a consultant, or, you know, um, uh, some kind of academic or behavior specialist, maybe you're a school psychologist your director. And if you're wanting to reach out and help give advice. For show notes, make sure you check out our website, hardcorebehaviors.com. You can also follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Spotify, Twitter, YouTube, and LinkedIn. Just a reminder, I'm always looking for unique personalities and inspiring educational stories for the podcast show. If you or someone you know might be interested in joining me on air, fill out the form at hardcorebehaviors.com under the tab be on my podcast. As always, I appreciate you listening to the latest episode of Classroom Success 101. If you like what you heard, make sure you rate me and leave a comment on your favorite podcast platform.